When we were growing up, my older brother was shouldering a lot of the heavy lifting that is usually reserved for a boy's dad. We had, we have, a loving father, but he worked long hours and his commute from Connecticut to Manhattan was arduous. He was the sort of businessman who once hitchhiked from our house to the train station in a blizzard because the snowplows hadn't reached our street, was virtually alone on the train into the city, and then wondered why he was the only executive that day in the office. He wasn't an invisible presence in my childhood, but he was gone by the time I got up in the morning, and he would return home just in time for a late dinner. After supper, he usually went right to bed, falling asleep before Merv Griffin had introduced his very first guest. And so, although my brother was finding ways to beat me in board games and sports that ranged from devious to inspired, he was also the one who was teaching me how to throw a football, what an earned run average meant in baseball, and, in the heated swimming pool of a hotel in Atlantic City one long Thanksgiving weekend, how to swim. Later, he was the one explaining to me why the music of the Beatles and Joni Mitchell mattered, and why I should be more circumspect in my affection for the work of Jeannie C. Riley, Harper Valley PTA. He would be the one who would gently offer guidance about what sorts of ID bracelets were best if, in the sixth grade, you were going to ask a girl to go steady. As I recall, the less expensive the better, and silver-plated was best. At the time, of course, I was likely to be filled with as much resentment as I was gratitude. This was true partly because he never lost and he was always right, even when, I figured out years later, he was wrong. Let's face it. Older siblings invented the mind game. My older brother did not tell me that Thomas Edison invented the vegetable, as one older sister I know convinced her younger sister. But there was no shortage of misinformation he was happy to share.